What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your biggest mistake in life may have been the best decision you could make at the time. Self-forgiveness is freedom. Today's guest is Bernard J. Owens Jr. He is the author of the book, The Only Thing Wrong With You Is That You Think Something's Wrong With You. Bernard's mission to eradicate the epidemic of human loneliness that erodes our minds, bodies, and relationships. He transforms lives by sharing tools that generate empathy, compassion, and greater human-to-human connection through the sharing of stories, personal experiences, and authentic dialogue. And we are excited to have him on today's show. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Bernard J. Owens Jr., welcome to the show. How are you doing today, man? Hey, man. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So um, one of the things we do around here, first things first, uh, we start all of our stories at the beginning. So for the benefit of our listeners, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background, your upbringing, and what led you to your career as a mental health expert. Okay. I'll give you the abridged version. Of course, I uh, grew up primarily in Detroit, Michigan, living with my paternal grandparents. But mm-hmm. before that, I lived in public housing in San Francisco with my mom. Uh, and we saw some pretty hard times, which would be the beginning of what I now understand were mental health issues that were going childhood undiagnosed depression. And at 11 years old, um, I had my first uh, suicide attempt. So that began my journey, the short, short journey, because the diagnosis wasn't actually made. It was uh, just kind of brushed under the carpet. And then at 21, while I was at Michigan State living in the dorms, feeling the pressure of being a young man in college and all the things that come along with that, I did uh, attempt death by suicide a second time. And that began my journey to mental wellness. 
and being here with you. Uh, that you know, I'm 52 now, so in between that time, of course, I've done quite a bit of therapy and attended graduate school at 40, where I went to the Canberra School of Theology at Emory University here in Atlanta, which is where I'm at currently. Um, so that's a short version of the journey. Okay. Okay. So um, obviously you have a, a profound story to tell. I, I know that there's, you're leaving out huge pieces, but I can just tell from um, what you are sharing so far that there's, there's a lot here. So um, talk to us a bit about your book. The only thing wrong with you is that you think something is wrong with you. Why did you write this book? Who should read it? What will they gain from it? You know, the floor is yours. I wrote the book as a love letter to myself and to others who have struggled with things in life and have just been trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with me. That's one of the questions I pose myself silently very often. And my paternal grandmother, whom I mentioned earlier, looked at me when I was in my early 20s and said to me, you know, the only thing wrong with you is that you think there's something wrong with you. There's mm. nothing wrong with you, baby. So for mm. me, that that affirmation of love and, and just acceptance that you know, for many of us who happen to be African-American know that that type of love and hug from a black woman will change your life. Yeah. And so for me, it began my journey and really understanding that whatever issue I was dealing with didn't define who I was. I was whole and perfect, but the challenges that I was facing were just problems that needed to be addressed. And ending my life wasn't the answer to those problems. So the book is a love letter to anybody who's feeling any type of way, anybody who's ever felt like nobody at some point in their lives. Mm -hmm. And it's also a step-by-step roadmap or guide on things that I did. Because one of the things I encountered was a lot of people would tell you, oh, just get over it. I'll suck it up. I'll be a man, man up, etc." But nobody ever gave me instructions on how, what am I supposed to do specifically when you say, get over it. So this book is both of those things, a roadmap to how to get over it with practical steps that you can employ into your own life. And also, it's not just a heavy-weighted story of my life and the lessons that I've learned, that, that's an important part of the book. But it's also kind of fun. I chronicled the book with songs and music that I listened to at the time that I was going through these things. So it starts way back with, uh, you know, Madonna's Borderline and then it moves through some Jackson 5 music. And at the end, um, you know, of course, like everybody else in the country right now, utilizing the empowerment that Beyonce can provide us with, with uh, you know, it's just myself loving my stars. So it's, it's the whole art of all those things that the book, the book is comprised of. But I also should mention that I work now as a mental health clinician mm -hmm. in suicide prevention and crisis intervention in a residential facility in the Washington, D.C. area. I've been doing that for about a decade since I left England. Uh, and it's really rewarding work, and I love it. And I just realized that a lot of people uh, were going through some of the things, they, same things that I was going through, and I thought that this book could be a help. Wonderful. And, and, you know, I mentioned it before, uh, real quick, before I move on, um, you said something that was, was really profound because, uh, I was just having the conversation recently. You said something about, um, a black woman, um, in my mind, an older black woman, you know, um, just kind of counseling you and taking you into her arms and kind of giving you that love in the form of a hug and, just reminding you um, that it's going to be okay. And I was having this conversation recently on the, uh, on the radio. And um, I remember saying something that was kind of akin to um, a black woman or an older black woman is the closest that 
you can be to God on this earth. And so it's, I'm, I'm glad to hear you uh, have a similar sentiment because, um, you know, I, I believe that that's very true. And I, I think when we take a moment and stop and, and appreciate uh, that reality, as far as I'm concerned, um, it, it's, it can be very healing and very cleansing to know that there is a place where we can go where at the end of the day, there's somebody that'll pray for you if that's what your thing is, or someone that'll, you know, uh, remind you of who you are, if that's what you need in the moment. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, now I wanted to switch gears a bit. Uh, as I mentioned, your story or stories, um, have been resonating with people and a more recent development, um, on your path is that you have an upcoming TEDx talk. Um, and that to me is a very, very special sort of accomplishment. So let's talk about that for a bit. Um, what can folks look forward to that end up watching your, your TEDx talk? You know what? Thank you for mentioning that. Uh, what's special about the TEDx talk is not that I am giving it per se. This is a message from something larger than me that I can give to my clients one-on-one, but to be able to provide it on a platform like the TEDx Buckhead app stage, which, you know, the YouTube channel for TEDx reaches about 30 to 50 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. So to be able to provide that message on a larger scale is really uh, a gift, you know, that, that comes through me and, and is not of me. So that will be this Saturday recording uh, September 15th here in Atlanta. And the topic specifically is how to heal parents and or enhance relationships with your parents. Right? And to give you a little bit of context, my, on September 23rd, my mother uh, will have been passed away for a year. And I thought before she passed away that I had no purpose on this earth if she wasn't here. I've been caring for my mom in some capacity since I was eight years old, emotionally, financially, whatever she needed. Legally at the end, actually, I was in the garden. And the beautiful thing about the work that she and I did together, when I talk about healing parental relationships, the work that came out of that is the reason why I'm talking to you right now. It is the reason for the book. And it is the, the, the source of my TEDx talk. I talk about realizing that our parents are human beings that before we came into their lives had bills to pay, had emotional problems that they may or not, you know, been dealing with, had their own issues that they've came along with when we were born, all of those things that we take for granted when we speak to and think about our parents in terms of what they did right or what they did wrong or whatever story we have in our mind. Um, and it's not to negate the fact that we've had struggles or can have had struggles with our family and parents, but this is just a different technology to approach the relationship so that you can break through and be with that human being when they're in their last stages, if that's what it comes to. And I was able to do that and you know, I don't have any guilt or remorse about my mom now because I was able to be there on the floor lying next to her when she passed away on September 23rd, 2022. And here I am a year later talking about what we did to make that happen. We are here today with Bernard J. Owens Jr., author of the book, The Only Thing Wrong With You Is That You Think Something Is Wrong With You. Okay, for the benefit of our listeners, uh, there's a couple of concepts that I know that you are, um, you can speak to. Um, do us all a favor, discuss letting go of parental trauma. Well, you know, letting go of parental trauma, there are a couple of steps that I like to advise. One, what is your intention? Is your intention to get some sort of, uh, 
admission or some sort of, do you want something from this parent that, that you think will set you free? If that's what you're approaching it, the angle from, I, you know, I would advise you to rethink that. When I mended my relationship with my mom, it was only to get to know this human being that now that I'm an adult, I'm responsible for what happens to Bernard. We're all in our own race. And to make my race go smoother, I wanted to understand the person who has been running alongside me for most of my life, for all of my life, actually. So, you know, that, that hopefully that answers what you're asking about the end of the relationship. Sure, but it sure. really is about coming to the person and not the parent that you think owes you something. Now, uh, another one. Discuss self-reinvention. Self-reinvention for me, brother, was really just taking all the parts that I wanted to physically discard and thought that I could get rid of with substances, with sex, with overworking, with submerging myself in family and friends, to distract myself, all of those things that I thought would make me whole when I was already whole. So when you talk about reinvention, I just, in my case, I took the pieces that I thought were broken, put them together and realized that those pieces perfect and then make me who I am. Mm. And that's what propels me forward. I don't want to be a different Bernard. I want to be a better Bernard. I don't want to take the pieces and put them together and move forward each day trying to be better. All right. And then finally, uh, I, this is this is very beneficial because it gives, uh, it certainly gives me, but I'm sure it gives all of us um, some insight into the strategies and the, the 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 framework of how to become a better version of yourself. So I won't I won't have you reveal all of your uh, your your t- uh, your talking points, but one more um, because I know this one is is uh, part and parcel to pretty much everything that you're doing. Discuss shifting your personal story to the hero story. What does that mean? What? Yeah, go ahead. Shifting the personal story to the hero story. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we all have a hero story inside of us. And I always like to tell people, I'm just going to keep it real. But, you know, hey, you're listening. I'm a brother from Detroit. And, you know, I'm here with you now, but there's absolutely nothing special about me. There is something unique. And that's what we have to tap into, our uniqueness. Mm-hmm. When we think about some of the messages that we get sometimes from all over the place, uh, uh, you know, I'm... I'm blessed and highly favored as as almost to say other people are there's something special about me mm-hmm. my philosophy my theology is that god loves us all none of us are special all of us are unique so you tap into that uniqueness that god has provided us with and you utilize that and leverage that to move forward and to do better and to recognize what you can do in this world everybody has a different talent i can't sing i'm a terrible dancer it's almost like a joke but I you know, have the ability to connect with other human beings. So each of us, our goal should be is to figure out what that is, that that gift is, and utilize it. Mm, I love that. Okay. Um, this might be a little bit heavy, but um, you're here, and I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't at least mention it. Um, this okay. is Suicide Prevention Week. So um, before we finish with you any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience in light of of that you know i appreciate you taking a sensitivity to suicide and suicide prevention week i think honestly as a two-time suicide survivor and someone who works with people who have suicidal ideations every day the best thing you can do for someone in my opinion who has expressed to you is to keep it real again and not pussyfoot around and make the conversation about them not about what it would mean to you if you were to lose them. Uh, I think we can make that mistake often. 
people have the right, this is, might be controversial, to choose when they're going to move to the next stage, whatever okay. that looks like. Okay. You have that right. I have that right. What I want to impart to people is what's going on around you? I, in my case, wanted to end my life because I wanted the problems to be different. I wanted to not be living in poverty in a San Francisco housing project. I wanted to not be 21 and bombarded with all the things that a young man, a young African-American gay man, I should mention, is dealing with at that time. I didn't want to not exist. So I think it's important that we find people that will listen to us, listen, and help us with the problems that we're going through by just being there and being present and not trying to fix things for them. A lot of people just need someone to listen to them. Understood. I appreciate you saying that. Um, no, I I couldn't let you get out of here without establishing some connective tissue for our sure. listeners. So do me a favor, let people know where they can get your book, um, where how they can check out the TED Talk, you know, any social media, any websites. Let's let's make sure everyone can tap in and, and keep up. Okay. So the best way to keep up with me, obviously, uh, is through social media. I am on Instagram at Bernard Owens Jr. Uh, also on Facebook at Bernard Owens. Or if you're interested in the book, you can go to my website at bernardowens.media. Or you can simply put Bernard Owens Jr. into the Amazon search engine and the book will pop up there. Uh, you know, I, I also want to say that it's great that I'm on with you and I love, thank you for having me here. Nice. But it's, people out there, it's not about my book or my TED Talk. I think those could be helpful if those resonate with you. But the goal is to find something that works for you and speaks to your soul. Hopefully I do. But if not, that's cool. There are other things. But don't give up. Keep trying and keep looking for what resonates with your soul and your spirit. For me, it was Les Brown. For me, it was watching Vanessa Williams powerfully talk about how she wasn't going to let the adversity of losing the Miss America pageant crown take her out. Like, those are examples. I'm a little older, so those are some old-school examples. But those are examples that you can utilize in your everyday life to say, hey, wait a minute. Let me figure this out for myself. If they can do that, then I can do that. And that's exactly what I did. And that's why I'm sitting here with you today. You're a good man. Well, I uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Um, obviously, you're a very inspiring person, and I I couldn't be prouder of the work that you're doing. Um, and I appreciate your commitment to the successful, informed, inspired future of the Black community. Once again, today's guest is Bernard J. Owens Jr., author of the book, The Only Thing Wrong With You Is That You Think Something Is Wrong With You. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com. 
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.